Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another category of Scanline Media's 2020 Gimmick Awards, our Game of the Year extravaganza. We are running out of categories rapidly, but there's still a little bit of business to take care of. I'm Stick Stick Stepmar. Yep, Stick Stepmar. It's, I'm, I'm a bloody river. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm Chairman Jennifer Uncle. <laughs> and I'm Curie, Curie Page. <laughs> Kill you, Paige. Kill you. <laughs> Kill you. Uh, Wrong category. Yeah, that all sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about That's Our Jam. So some people are like, hey, what game had the best music? That's hard. You got to like analyze a whole soundtrack and then you're like, hey, like is a longer soundtrack better than a shorter soundtrack that's like sweeter and I I don't like doing that. That's annoying. We just pick one song and we're like which is the best single song from a game this year. Indeed. Uh, as as a reminder, our our gimmick awards policy this year, one winner, but the number of runners up may vary. Usually it's two, it could be more. I guess it could be less, but that seems pretty unlikely. Uh-huh. Um, maybe for Game of the Year or something. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jen, could you read our list, please? Okay. From Hades, we have In the Blood. From Paradise Killer, we have Paradise Stay Forever. Uh, we have uh, Bury the Light from Devil May Cry 5. We have Cool Z slash J theme from Shinmu 2. We have the title theme from Animal Crossing New Horizons. We have the title theme from Dems Fightin' Herds. We have Take Over from Persona 5 Royal. Red Streamer Battle from Paper Mario Origami King. Genova Quickening and Stand Up from Final Fantasy VII Remake. And It's Dangerous to Go Alone from Cook Serve Delicious 3. So... Quite the quite the list here uh-huh. of uh, of of and and you know like listen, all killer no thriller considered a lot of things didn't add a lot of things because I don't want to waste anybody's time here. You're going to be listening to a lot of music. I don't want to name names, but maybe some other websites are doing uh best music categories that take them three hours. Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's a lot. We're not doing that. <laughs> I hope. God, I hope. Oh, Jesus! If, if this is if you're looking at the 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 track length right now and it's three hours, this there is like a murder of crows on my face. Uh-huh. <laughs> you are entitled to a rebate. <laughs> you know, I want to start with "Dangerous to Go Alone" because I think it's a good like chill starter here, and it lets it'll let me talk about the Cookster th- Delicious Three soundtrack as a whole. Obviously, the whole soundtrack is not up for submission but let's talk about sort of what they did for this soundtrack so uh jonathan greer did the whole cook serve delicious 3 soundtrack and also did the soundtrack for one and two and cook serve delicious one is very much like fun elevator music basically um it's really charming and then two went a little more uh wild with like different genres and like sort of like trying to do like a Still Muzak, but like like Muzak of the world, right? Doing different cultural Muzak. And uh, this soundtrack takes a lot, like does some 
totally new songs, but also takes a lot of the songs from two and even from one, and sort of does like a not fully acapella, uh, acapella, excuse me, acapella is different. I, I gendered it wrong. Um, <laughs> but as you can hear here, like there is still instrumentation, but there's also vocal instrumentation, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the uh, the menu music. Um, so you hear it a lot when you're going through the menus, you know, picking your what, well, like what level you want to start. And it made me not want to start levels because I was enjoying the song. Huh. Okay. Yeah, this is a catchy tune. So I feel pretty strongly about this one. The rest of the Cooks Are Delicious Three soundtrack, I honestly generally like less than its counterpart in two. Um, just because this like this vocal instrumentation style usually doesn't do as much for me, but I like this quite a bit. Yeah, there's something that sounds almost like a specific 80s singer situation, like mm. complete with piano and stuff. Well, it's just Jonathan Greer. No other vocals, just him. Yeah, doing no, all the all the instruments, nice. all the singing, all the everything. Yeah, um, that's impressive. And from that to the other side of the equation, so we might have to disqualify this one, right? <laughs> we might have to disqualify this one because it's not necessarily a 2020 song, but I think for all of us here, it was a 2020 song because it was the year we were introduced to Cool J. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, this song is definitely one of those things where some producer is like, okay, we need a rap song for this, but they didn't really feel like licensing anything. It was like, what does rap so- sound like? And it's sa- This sounds great, Jen. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> the same is- four bars over and over again. <laughs> it's, I, I legitimately like it, but it is also a nightmare <laughs> yeah it is a person like it is a person mumbling into a microphone that then has been like three layers of jpeg it's hellish <laughs> because yeah. it has to sound like it's coming out of an old stereo which i appreciate on some level but also it is it's back oh the words are back yeah it's it reminds me of the rap song at the beginning of hitman blood money where they're just like check check mic check i motherfucker and it's i don't know on some degree it feels like it's almost slightly mocking of the genre but since it, you can't really understand anything that they're saying within this okay, clip okay. it's a bit we less had a, offensive we had than a Hitman. We had an extended sequence, uh, me, uh, Lee, and Alan just sitting in chat listening to this over and over trying to pick out words. Um, you can definitely hear Hey You and I Hate You. Those two lines are, are for sure. Everything else we had a lot of different interpretations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, as, you, as you pointed out, at some point they say... J in the song, even though they called Colsey for um, um, it's the character's name, I believe. Yeah, yeah. His his name is Cool J. It's just that in English they call him Cool Z because they were worried about getting sued by L Cool J. Mm-hmm. Um, they still ca- they call him they call him Cool J in the Japanese voice consistently. 
So okay. Um, I don't know. For me, it might be one of the top three songs of the year. I'm not sensing the same enthusiasm from you two. <laughs> I think that it is a funny, it is a fun song, but there are other songs on this list that okay, okay, fine. yeah. Shout outs to Shenmue Two. How are you? Hey you! Hate you! I hate you! Hmm. Okay. Uh. Is the Animal Crossing title theme really what there with this? It's probably the best thing about that game. One of the best things about that game. I mean, the best thing about that game is Isabel. But yes, that is true. Yeah, yeah, the little little strumming, the horns. There's a cute little YouTube video that I occasionally watch. It's only like 30 seconds long, but it's an animator. It's called um, I Didn't Save. It's an animator trying to draw like a cat or whatever, and their computer crashes, and they throw their computer on the ground, and the next shot is them in, their, in bed, and this song is playing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the, here's here's the thing about Animal Crossing is Animal Crossing New Horizons is a, is a game where their intention was to make it like an island getaway, and they kind of failed at that. Um, it's it's like the crafting. I mean, like the the idea of the island getaway is that you're getting away, and so by making you stay on the island and build shit, you're not really getting away from anything. Um, and this song is the thing in that game that best embodies the idea. Yeah. You get to thinking that this is going to be a good Animal Crossing game because of this song. I mean, listen. <laughs> it is a good Animal Crossing game. It's just that Animal Crossing game... You know, listen. Animal Crossing games are complicated. I think, they are. I think They're a land Horizon of contrast. Game, but... Hmm. I guess we can keep it for now. Folks are feeling strong about it. I'm surprised you want, but um, it's nice. It's just, I guess, when I think about uh, when I think about best songs, I'm usually into things that are a little bit livelier. Uh, what 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 are you what are you thinking? Play me something livelier, Jen. Okay, um, "Paradise Stay Forever" from Paradise Killer is a fucking bop. Welcome to Virgin Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has this nice... I don't know the exact term for it. Like, Vaporwave is more of the art style than the actual music. But it has this nice 80s Miami vibe to it. Just in terms of... You can imagine a sunny street that they might be driving down while this plays. Yeah, very like like upbeat poppy synth. Yeah, plus the vocalist is just belting it out and is fantastic. It is pretty good. And you get a different version of this song just walking around the island with no vocals, so you're already like by the time you hear this, you're already kind of enamored with the basic tune, which is quite good. Yeah. 
It's a, it's a, I appreciate a good indie game that knows when to break out the vocal version of a song that they've already been playing. Yeah, this is a very strong contender, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... I'm gonna go ahead and do, uh, Red Streamer Battle, because I'm sh pretty sure neither of you two heard it. Right? Go I, ahead and queue it up. Yeah, I briefly heard it when I was uh, getting YouTube links for everything here, but, uh... Ooh... Yeah, it's... Ah, yeah, I like this. <laughs> yeah, it sounds very Mario Kart 8 in terms of its construction. Like, uh... Seems like they got a lot of the same instrumentalists that worked on that to do to work on this. Origami King is honestly a, a better game than you probably think it is. Um, I think it's a good game. I think it has a, a few little issues, but, like... I am looking forward to my schedule calming down and playing more of this game. And the music is really fun. It's It's... If I have to knock it, I do think you're right that it is very Mario Kart, and I think it's almost a bad thing. Not that it sounds bad, but it is a thing where it's clearly they were like, true. right? They're like, wait, what is Mario known for these days? It's like, okay, it's like these these you know like light jazzy bops. Okay, it seems like it's leaning a little hard in that direction to me. Mm -hmm. Um, so honestly, this is mostly like I think this is we're, we're having fun here. We're enjoying listening to this. I don't think it's going to make top three, though. It is a good song, though. Yeah. I think everything we've picked for this is, well, maybe not the cool Z theme, but... What are you talking fuck about? Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> Jen, it's a fine song. Put it back on the list. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, know no. I'm eliminating Paradise Killer. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Take it back. Watch your damn mouth. <laughs> hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a lot to be American. Takes a lot to be American. Yeah, I think we can. I think we can cut it just, just because it's a stat category. Um, yeah, it is a really fun tune, though. Indeed. So here's the thing. Yes. Yeah. I think. The music in Hades does its job and is well made. I don't, like, love listening to any of it. It's all fine. I don't know. I really enjoy the music of Hades. I, like, Darren Korb is a very talented composer. For sure. And I think they did a really good job of mixing a lot of different styles. It's mostly heavy metal stuff because we're in hell. But I feel like I really like the just this mix for In the Blood. Like it's hard it's hard to put into words, but I just think they do a really good job of capturing the tone of trying to escape from Hades. It's I don't like, think you're wrong. It's just like as far as enjoying to listen to the music, I feel like every other Supergiant game has had a better soundtrack. Yeah, Bastion had a really good soundtrack. That is Transistor had sure. an incredible soundtrack. Transistor probably has the best soundtrack of their four games. Mm -hmm. I feel like Pyre's a strong second, but yeah. Um... Yeah, Pyre gets slept on a lot. Pyre's very good. But yeah, 
Uh, honestly, I've listened to a few tracks here and there of the Haiti soundtrack as well, and uh, I definitely haven't listened to it as often as the other games, or at least I haven't been driven to listen to the tracks as often as I do with their other games. And, like, I definitely think it's all good, but, like, I mean, and, and this is part of the thing, right, of the way we do That's Our Jam, is, as a whole, like, there aren't really any songs on the soundtrack I think are bad, and so, like, cumulative, cumulative effort, it would do very well for me, but there's no, like, I mean, there's this no song's good, the one we're listening to right now, but I don't feel like there's any song on the soundtrack that stands out and would be a top three for me. It's no spike in the rail. Right. Exactly. No, uh, no... What's it called? God damn it. Oh, no spike in the adamant rail. Yeah. I got there. Yeah. I'll, I'll edit it so that joke is funny. Sure. <laughs> I think, but you know what? Part I just it. wanted I wanted to shout out Hades' soundtrack because yeah. it was an excellent soundtrack, and I think it is part of an excellent game. And, and I think this list would be incomplete if we didn't shout it out. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. But yeah. Hades is a good game and it has an amazing soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And um I don't know, I really, really like it. And I would have put on Scourge of the Furies, but that takes so long to get going. <sighs> Speaking of taking a long time to get going, uh <laughs> I better get I better start playing right now. Uh, bury the light because uh, here's here's a fun thing they do is it, when you actually play Devil May Cry 5 all of these songs just start a ways into them for the battle themes mm-hmm. because the build up is so goddamn long um, this is uh, the sort of Devil May Cry 5 special edition uh, addition to the soundtrack I think there are multiple but this is the main one uh, because this is a Virgil's theme and Virgil's battle theme, uh, which of course means he also it is also in the uh, older versions of the game. Yeah, it's it's one of the situations where like I often forget that I like this type of metal until I listen to a Devil May Cry soundtrack, and it's like, <laughs> oh, this fucking rules. <laughs> this is remi- this is giving me like. It's reminded me a lot of what uh, Doom 2016 did. Sure. Which, you know, like, especially that that breakdown that we just listened to. Not necessarily the vocal part, but, like, the guitar breakdown that we just had was very reminiscent of that style of music. Yeah. And it just has really cool lyrics, too. Just... Lines like, born in flames, I have been blessed, my family crest is a demon of death. <laughs> yeah, there, but the thing, I think the best thing about Devil May Cry soundtracks is that, especially lyrically, they just ha- are, are purely earnest and have no shame. And that's the best possible thing. An ounce right. of irony would kill it, because the thing they're doing is fundamentally so cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they just pursue it with so much heart that it yeah. I will say this is no this is no devil trigger. Wait for it. Wait, I'm waiting. This is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't saying that as a diss to this track, but like I really like Devil Trigger a lot. 
it's I just I, I think I don't necessarily disagree with you it's just that you had said that before we got <laughs> we got the real um, yeah yeah come to think of it we do have <laughs> a few songs on here they just take a while to wind up but yeah that's do. totally fine um But yeah, that's uh, that's Bury the Light. Uh, it's a good song. I'm not ready to cut it just yet. Me neither. Uh, that is a pretty strong track. Uh, you know, I can, in the spirit of... of I, I wanted to put on... Um, I actually did play some Persona 5 Royal. Um, and I have a lot of problems with Persona. And, you know, but that's not the category for that. This is the new... Um, like in Persona 4 Golden, they added a track for when you get player advantage in battle. Right, your sneak attack. Your... Right, this is takeover. Um, and it's honestly, it's good. It's <laughs> honestly not among their best work. But I, I, I like I like the Persona 5 soundtrack. Um, granted, like. I think Persona 3's soundtrack is a little better, but that's just because Persona 3 is probably my favorite of the modern Persona games. And I think TakeOver is good. I think it's a... I love the horn section in this one. Yeah. For me, it's a situation where, like, maybe because Persona 4 was the one that I got into, that soundtrack has always stuck out to me as the best they've gotten, but, uh... I mean, Make History is a hell of a track. Make History yeah. rules. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is, this, uh, unlike Make History, which in Persona 4 Golden, like, stood out immediately as, okay, this is a... This is elevating what was already there. I don't feel like this can touch Never See You Coming or Last Surprise specifically Last Surprise got real tiresome after a while I'm gonna be real <laughs> it's, nice, it's nice that there's variety but I do think it. I do think Jen's right that this is actually like it kind of makes it a bummer to get in an advantage fight because this is a worse song <laughs> yeah I just I just know that like I I put a lot of hours into Persona 5 and I I unfortunately started to get a little sick of Last Surprise because of how... Maybe that's just because of all the battles I was doing. Well, it is... It did take me, like, 80 to 90 hours to finish it, so I definitely get you there. It just... I feel like even if you got tired of that song at some point, this doesn't really hit the same highs as Last Surprise and uh, Rivers in the Desert did. Rivers in the the Desert Desert is so fucking rad. (laughs) Yeah, I love that song. Um... So yeah, we're we're cutting this. I wanted to I wanted to give it a mention because honestly, whatever problems you have with Persona, which are pretty much all valid, uh-huh. um, I still really like those soundtracks. Honestly, I I wanted to try and sneak on some music from uh, Persona uh, Q two, but mm. that wasn't twenty twenty. I can't make that a twenty twenty argument. It's just no, a bummer I that I didn't put it on a previous year because there's some fucking good songs from that there's some bangers on the q2 soundtrack yeah Hmm, let's see uh jen i think we need to hear some of this uh final fantasy 7 remake stuff yeah because you put two on here yeah i justify this (laughs) child (laughs) okay i ended up putting two on here because there's 156 tracks in the final fantasy remake soundtrack 
totaling eight hours and 33 minutes. And um, it's such a wide variety of music that they, like, in terms of just most composers, <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, just, like, Square Enix is a large company, and they ended up pulling people from all over the company to make music for this game. And it resulted in a lot of stuff that's like a mix of remixes of the original Final Fantasy VII soundtrack and also just straight up this is an entirely new thing that they tried just to see what would happen. And I feel like it excels at both those things. So I picked out, let's see, our first one, which I'll go ahead and queue up, which is uh, one of the long ones, uh, Genova Quickening. Um, now this one, we will actually have to fast forward a little bit somehow in order to- uh, How far in do you want me to go? Um, let me see. Opening it up on my end just to see. Um, around three minutes and 52 Ooh. seconds after we let this run for a little bit. Just to give an idea, because this is what we were talking about in Best Moment, where during this boss fight, you spend a lot of time with this sort of like darker remix situation. Where it's that kind of sounds like something from the Nolan Batman movies. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah, just like a broke-it-down string version of this classic song. And once you get further into the fight, it starts ramping up slowly until at which point you hit a point like... This is going to be hellish to edit, but here we go. <laughs> yeah. It ends up getting to a crescendo right here. I, that's probably the wrong term. I'm bad at music terms, but uh, it just drops in some classic synth. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it takes, it goes from the synth and works in guitar. And the song just goes fucking ham at that point. <laughs> yeah, this is this is one of those tracks. Doing this boss fight, I mean, like, it, this song also is impressive for helping this fight. That is, we talked about it before. This fight is pretty long, um, like a lot of fights in FF7 remake are, um, and a lot of them don't feel justified in their length. This one feels justified because of its like dramatic and narrative importance, but also because the song just keeps evolving and keeps you engaged. And the song really does a lot of work here to keep this fight feeling like this is this is good, you know? So, like, the track evolves as the fight evolves, is what I'm hearing. Yes, totally. I mean, and, you know, at a certain point, the fight stops evolving, because if I have a criticism of FF7 Remake, it really is all about how some of these boss fights just won't fucking end. Um fight the airbuster for 20 fucking minutes <laughs> yeah that was that in particular was just went on too long even if it was initially an amazing fight yeah um should i do a little more fast forward to get some more evolution of the song or uh this this is the point where it basically evolved to from what i recall i think we okay. i think we skipped phase two a little bit okay. i think this is fine if there's one thing I'm gonna ding this song for, it's the cheeky 
sneaking in the Sephiroth theme again um, in string form. <laughs> I mean, that's that's you know, what's the what's the? There's a term for you know like uh, musical themes that you return to. I don't motif? remember. Like, yeah, motif. I mean, like that, that's I don't know that you, I don't know that that's sneaking. That's just good theme work, right? <laughs> I mean, True. this fight is yeah. this fight is Sephiroth's fucking mom. <laughs> Which yeah. dropped on you. <laughs> That's true. So, in that sense, I definitely think it's appropriate. Um, yeah, this is a this is a this is a great song. Yeah, um, this is a banger. Uh, what about stand up? Okay, I'll load that as well. Please tell me this one goes faster. <laughs> oh yeah, it okay, it gets good. going almost instantly. Okay, thank God. I was like, if I have to <laughs> fill another <laughs> couple of minutes of airtime while your song builds. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> this is the song that plays when you head over to the Honeybee Inn for the whole stage situation, and it's just a yeah. It just is this fantastic sort of stage tune that just goes. Honestly, I didn't care for it. Huh, okay. I liked what they were... I, I, I mean, I like what they were going for. I just... It just didn't... Uh. Yeah, this is part of it, as I don't think the vocals are very good. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah, if folks aren't into the vocals, then... It, we can probably cut it and keep Genova on here for now. It's also, for me, it's a bit of a problem. I mean, it's also just association is part of the problem, where the whole Honeybee Ian stuff is like, I mean, I guess it, it's it's certainly better than the original Final Fantasy VII's queerphobic stuff, but it feels like, like, oh, good, we've advanced forward, you know, five years, and now we're doing Queer Eye. Like, yeah. it's not... Yeah. Yeah. That's fair for sure. And to be honest, I always kind of knew that Genova would take a would take preference over this, but um, I just kind of wanted to represent, as I said earlier, the soundtrack is fucking massive, and it just tries all sorts of things, and mm-hmm. I kind of admire it for that. Though, honestly, yeah, but- you might have gotten further with uh, Hip Hop to Chocobo. <laughs> Hip Hop to, to Chocobo is amazing. <laughs> So we're cutting stand up. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, there only leaves one song on here we haven't heard, so I guess it's time for me to play the uh, menu music from Them's Fighting Hurts. And hey, uh, check this shit out. It ha- takes a little bit to get into it. I think it's good the whole time. It's just that it has a. It does have different stages. Totally. That bass is really good. Ah, it's a good track. Mm-hmm. And it's it's also, like, again, it's the stand-in thing, right? Where it is here to represent Them's Fighting Hurts, which is a game with a dynamic soundtrack that changes. Basically, it has... has I know six. of at least three progression points. It might have more than that. So it has, it has stage, and then one for each of the fighters. Sort of, like musical like elements that get mixed in and i think it even then does some stuff based on how the fight is going it is like as the fight like progresses the music does change like whoever is winning their 
like that character's theme starts getting mixed in into the mix like more heavily. I'm noticing and, that all the songs we've been choosing so far, a lot of them have been pretty horn heavy. A horn's fucking rule. Horns and synthesizers are the two best things. And donuts. That's the third. <laughs> <laughs> they are pretty fucking fantastic. Yeah, speaking of synthesizers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Synth. Uh, I would honestly put... Hmm, we're at the point where we need to cut things. I mean, we've, we've been at that point the whole time, but we have now heard everything. Um, I think... I, hmm. I would cut Bury the Light, I guess. Oh, wow. Okay. I like that song a lot, but it is, like... It is doing the Devil May Cry 5 thing, and honestly, I... I just have more affection for the other songs on this list. If I have less affection for one of them, honestly, maybe it's Genova Quickening, but Genova Quickening's a fucking jam, so I can't <laughs> I can't stomach cutting that. Yeah, yeah if if we're keeping uh Paradise and Genova Quickening for now, I guess I'm comfortable cutting Buried the Light. Yeah. Yeah, this <sighs> them's fighting herd song sounds like something you it's good at pumping you up, which is important for fighting games. It mm-hmm. It sounds like something that you'd see in a mashup getting ready for a title fight or something. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so we have five left at this point. Okay. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> uh, Kyrie? Yes? This is nothing... Per- Do you, are you familiar with the wrestling team known as The Shield? Uh, I am not. So you don't know about when uh, Seth Rollins betrayed the shield and sold out to the authority and hit them with a steel chair. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I I I have no idea where you're going with this. I think uh, we have a top four, and I think Animal Crossing is leaving. Okay, that's fair. Okay, well. I got hit by the steel chair. I'm uh, like, if, you if, know what? If the shield what? had taken it that well, then we would have skipped a whole, a whole like, year of narrative in the WWE. <laughs> yeah. Like, the Animal Crossing title theme is very relaxing and very fun. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. it is no, it's no them's fighting herds menu music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as far as, like, like, chill bops, I have to stand by It's Dangerous to Go Alone. That song rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're we're cool with, with the top four in this category. I'd say so, yeah. All um, right. So we have Paradise Killer, uh, Paradise Stay Forever. We have the Them's Fighting Herds menu music. We have F Seven remakes, Genova Quickening, and Cooks Are Delicious Threes. It's dangerous to go alone. And I, now we have to pick a winner. I am leaning towards Genova personally. I'm leaning Paradise. Really? Yeah, I figured it would be a toss-up between Paradise Killer and Genova. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genova just has a lot of... It's a lot of disparate musical elements brought together in a really cohesive way that is really fantastic. Um, whether, whether or not this is fair, for me, Genova is slightly hurt by the fact that it is, like... I mean, it's a remix, right? Like, every part of that song is a song from Final Fantasy VII. And like even like you know like that like the the weird like do 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 to synth is exactly the original Genova theme. I mean like it is. I think the way they've mixed those songs together is good, but it's honestly not doing that much of its own to me. I think that's 
maybe underselling how difficult it is to produce something like that. No, it's really or... easy. Just give me audacity. I got this. Yeah, it's simple. <laughs> Making music is easy. Just okay, okay, everybody, everybody. See, I got it. <laughs> got it in one. Drop the, just... drop the fattest beat of 2021. <laughs> Jukebox six. That's what they call her. For... Yeah, just... Just pay a few string musicians to sit in a room and go at it. And it's like, oh, hey, here we go. Jen, I think you might be the deciding factor in this one. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, I'm also leaning towards where Six is leaning just because I'm a sucker for high energy songs with vocals. And there's something very relaxing and also exciting about what's going on within Paradise Stay Forever. And... Yeah, it, like both games are doing a thing where they're reiterating themes they've played to you throughout the game, but uh, I don't know, there's the Paradise Safe Forever song kind of reinforces what I like about that game's world so much. Like, it's a beautiful place that is also kind of Full fucked of up. shitheads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you get to... You get to like you get to enjoy the um, poppy facade of the world that they've created, while also just like thinking about how messy and bloody and everything behind the scenes is. Mm -hmm. and Sounds I'm, like honestly, I I do like I'm willing to admit it. It's not changing my vote, but I'm going to admit I am biased towards good vocals. Same. Yeah. Especially since the singer here is just fucking belting it at some point. Like, there's a specific quality to that song where you can tell, oh, she's going all in for this. Mm -hmm. It sounds like to me that it's going to be Paradise Killer. I think it's going to be. It's going to be me. <laughs> it's not for a few months. I don't even remember what that is. I just, I just, it's just in my head as a sound. <laughs> All right. Where well, our winner for That's Our Jam is Paradise Stay Forever from Paradise Killer. Our runners up, Them's Fighting Herds menu music, Genova Quickening from the FF7 remake, and It's Dangerous to Go Alone from Cook Serve Delicious 3. Uh, good year for music. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that, you know. We've got to take the wins where we can. Absolutely. Yeah, especially since our next category is probably going to have at least a little bit of negativity within it's, it. It's shorter than you might think for a category called Game of the Year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, all of that said, thank you everyone for joining us. And uh, we will see you for one last category. The big one. The yeah. Th here's the biggie. Photon Cannon. That's a, yeah. that's a Marvel 3 reference. Everybody, peace out. See ya. Later. <laughs> <laughs>